Section 24 of Slave Narratives, A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by D.L. Blair. Slave Narratives, A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves, Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1, by Various. Section 24. Herndon Bogan, Ex-Slave Story, An Interview with Herndon Bogan, 76, of State Prison, Raleigh, North Carolina. I was born in Union County, South Carolina, on the plantation of Dr. Bogan, who owned both my mammy, Ishia, and my pap, Edwin. There were six of us chillins, Clara, Lula, Joe, Tux, Mac, and me. I don't remember much about slavery days except that my white folks was good to us. Thou was a heap of slaves, maybe a hundred and fifty. I members that we worked hard, but we had plenty to eat and wear, even if and we did what would choose. I can barely recollect, photo wall, that I seed a heap of cocks fighting in pits and a heap of horse racing. When the master wind, he'd give us niggas a big dinner or a dance. But if he lost, oh, my daddy was give to the doctor when the doctor was married, and they sure loved each other. One day, master, he comes in and he says that the Yankees am aiming to try to take his niggas away from him, but that they am gwine to catch hell while they does it. When he says that, he starts to walk in the flow. I's gwine to leave your missus in your kip, Edwin, he says. But Paul's louds, with all respect for your wife, sir, she am a Yankee too, and I'd rather go with you to the wall. Please, sir, Massa, let me go with you to fight them Yanks. At first, Massa fusses. Then he says, all right. So off they goes to the wall. Massa on our big horse and my pap on our strong mule along with the blankets and things. They tells me that old Massa got shot one night and that pap grabs the gun for it hits the earth and lets the Yanks have it. I remembers that them was bad days for South Carolina. We give all of the food to the soldiers, and Mrs., even though she got some Yankee folks in the wall, learns to eat cabbages and cush and berries. I remembers that on the day of the surrender, least the way is the day that we heard about it, up comes a Yankee and axes to see my missus. I is shaken. I is that scared. But I bucks up and I tells him that my missus don't want to see no blue coat. He grins and tells me to skedaddle. And about then, my missus comes out and so help me if and she don't hug that dratted Yank. At a while, I gathers that he's her brother. But at first, I ain't seed no sense in her crying and saying, Thank God, over and over. Well, sir, the master and pap, what had gone off mad and healthy and riding fine beasts, come back walking, and they looked sick. Master am as white as cotton, and so help me if in my pap, who was as black as sin, ain't pale too. At a few years, I goes to work in Spartanburg as a houseboy. Then I gets a job with the Southern Railroad, and I goes to Charlotte to night watch the tracks. I stays there 18 years, but one night I kills a white hobo who am trying to rob me of my gold-watching chain, and they gives me 18 months. I's been here six already. He was a white man, and just a boy, and I is sorry, but I comes here anyhow. I had no omen in Charlotte tell once about witching and slavery times down in Mecklenburg County. She was round 90, so I reckon she knows. She said that if anybody wanted to be a witch, he could draw a circle on the ground just at the 
edge of dark and get in the circle and squat down. Dar, he had to set and talk to the devil, and he must say, I will have nothing to do with religion, and I want you to make me a witch. At a day, he must buy a black cat, a bat, and a bunch of herbs and drink the soup. Then he was really a witch. When you wanted to witch somebody, she said that you could take that stuff, just a little bit of it, and put it under that person's doorstep and they'd be sick. You could go through the keyhole or down the chimney or through the chinks in the log house and you could ride a person just like riding a horse. That person can keep you out in his house by laying the room for the dough and putting a pin cushion full of pins side of the bed dough if and he's a mind to. That person can kill you too by drawing your picture and shooting it in the head or in the heart too. Dar's a heap of ways to tell fortunes that she didn't told me but I's done forgot now except coffee grounds and a little of the others. You can't tell it with him though case it takes knowing how. It sure does. End of section 24 Read by D.L. Blair, Vallejo, May 19, 2022.